everything that you want in life is on the other side of resistance. There's a Japanese concept called misogi, and it's really all around this premise of picking one big thing, one big life-defining thing per year that you throw yourself into, that you do, that challenges you, that is a huge memory, that is something that you look back on for years to come, and you're like, wow, I, I'm really glad that I did that, that I put myself in the arena there. And for me this year, it was this challenge, this 75-day challenge. You probably have heard of it, of 75 hard, and, and really kind of taking a lot of things that I really did on a daily basis, but cutting out these other things and being super intentional in my day-to-day -day life and my day-to-day -day walk. And you know, it's been showing dividends. There's been incredible results that have come from it. But at the same time, there's been a lot of hurdles. There's been a lot of resistance. There's been a lot of emotional things that have happened during this period of time where, you know, my lifestyle has changed so drastically that my body, my mind, it's all also changing. It's morphing. It's growing into something new. And that can be uncomfortable, right? We all are creatures of habit. And we have habits that we've done for so long, whether they're conscious or subconscious habits. They're things that feel comfortable to us. You know, we're creatures of comfort. We want to go towards those comfort zones. And it's interesting because just getting rid of a certain habit whether it's a good or a bad habit, it doesn't really happen that way, right? And that's where I think a lot of people get it wrong. They're like, hey, I'm gonna change my lifestyle. I'm gonna cut this thing out and that thing out. But they don't decide intentionally what they're gonna replace that with, what the goal is, why are you even doing this in the first place, and what is gonna fill that gap. And just because you may be dropping a certain habit doesn't mean that it's not going to be harder. Just because you find this thing that you want to go after, this thing that your soul kind of longs for, that you feel drawn to, that you feel is part of your purpose, even if you find that thing, there's a common misconception that now things are going to flow. Yes, they can. They will. The universe will align I do feel like God will light up your path whenever you decide to really commit to that one thing that you feel super drawn to, that you feel deep down inside you were made to do. But by no means is it going to be easy. In fact, a lot of times when we decide intentionally to make that choice and move in the right direction, it becomes even harder. Our path becomes even harder. We we get put in front of more temptations. We get put in front of more hardships. Our emotions fluctuate. Things are thrown in our way. Shit goes crazy. Even when you're on the right path. And that's where the resistance comes the most. And it's kind of counterintuitive, right? But whenever we feel this resistance and you know deep down that you're on the right path, you know that you're heading in the right direction, you know that what you're doing ultimately helps align your values and your goals and your actions and your habits and all of those things come together and you still feel this resistance, know that that resistance is exactly what you need. It's exactly where you're supposed to be. It's exactly the emotions that you're supposed to be feeling in that moment. And on the other side of that resistance is every single thing that you want in life. We, we aren't made for this cush, cozy life. This life that we fantasize about and that has been painted in movies and pictures and on social media and online and this idea of an early retirement exiting companies and selling them for billions of dollars and we look around and we see this 
right? We see this vision, this American dream. And while I want that, I'm sure a lot of other people want that. This is not what's ultimately going to allow you to feel fulfillment. I've heard Jordan Peterson talk about it. Like how long can you actually sit on the beach and drink margaritas before you get bored again? And boredom and burnout kind of go hand in hand, right? So there's this fine line of how hard are you pushing? Are you pushing hard enough? Are you not pushing hard enough? Are you pushing yourself too far to where you do burn out? Or are you on the other side of the spectrum to where you aren't pushing yourself hard enough at all and it's leading to boredom that you're then filling with superficial things and things that do not align with your goals? Stephen Pressfield says it better than I can. In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity, or expressed any other way, any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower self, any of these will elicit resistance. So I don't know about y'all, but we want to be you know, thinking of long-term growth, health, integrity, we want to be expressing our true self that derives from our highest nature, our highest persona. All of these things will elicit this resistance. We need this resistance. We need these things. When you change your perspective to realize that when you're met with resistance, you're on a path that you are supposed to be on and not oh, I've done this thing 50 million times and it hasn't worked and I need to keep doing it. I need to keep doing it. That is insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. But really, the resistance that comes from putting yourself in these situations where you are exercising the muscle, you are putting yourself in the arena. You are tearing it down to build it back up. You are getting to a place where you are challenging yourself challenging yourself enough to be in that flow state. Real flow happens when you are in a state of stress, of challenge, and of focus. Stressful, challenging. Those words aren't comfort. But this state of flow is one of the most beautiful things ever and it's where everything else melts away and you're in this zone right? No worries, nothing else on your mind, just focused on the task at hand. And it is where the most productive, creative, and efficient work comes from. And it is a combination of resistance. It is a formula of the proper resistance that you need to act and to perform at your absolute highest, to be running like a Ferrari, not like a Toyota. And flow is often associated with happiness, with joy, with being present in the moment, living this life. Your brain is primarily worried about two things, physical death and being alone. Evolution has hardwired us to prevent those two things. But as we've evolved, society has changed. And evolution itself does not recognize the second order consequences very well because 10,000 years ago, they didn't exist. There was no second order to getting eaten or falling off a cliff, right? But technology and society has advanced and it has continued to evolve into a place where we don't have to worry about a lot of these things. But deep down, we're still hardwired as humans this way.
Our lives are too easy today, right? They're potent with luxury, distraction, and today we live in this damaging loop of first-order easy, second-order atrophy. If anyone that lifts here understands that atrophy obviously is you know, the decrease of something that you don't use, you have to use it. If you don't use it, you lose it. So in short, you really have hardly anything to be afraid of. The list of things that can really hurt you externally have kind of slowed down. We can control those a little bit more. We're in a much more insulated environment, right? But we're working against our biology. And ultimately, the biggest thing that you need to be concerned about is your internal self, your internal ecosystem, your internal dialogue, because it it will turn towards the bias of easy. It will go towards that easy path. And that path of least resistance is the path that will leave you wanting more. It will leave you unfulfilled. Some of the most hard times we look back as some of the best lessons, as some of the things that helped us get to where we wanted to be, as things that built our confidence, as things that allowed us to gain the momentum for things to then get a little bit easier down the road. But we had to put ourselves in those environments. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to say that your life was worthwhile and hard and that it wasn't just an easy life of floating by and not fully grasping potential and the things that you have access to. Choose the hard life because the hard life is rewarding. The hard life is something to hang your hat on. The hard life is something that will change your perspective in the way that you look at every single challenge. It embraces flow. It embraces changing times. It embraces resilience. It embraces grit. And the easy life will leave you wanting more. It will leave you with regrets. It will leave you with conversations not had, tasks not done, procrastination up to your ears in a life that is unfulfilling. Choose the hard life every single time. And it'll be one that leaves you smiling at the end of your time here on earth.